as they work down the back straight away, ladies and gentlemen. Here come the late models. It's showtime! Three wide for third into turn three. Three, three, three. Here comes Turbo up top. Out of turn two, down the back straight away. Who's gonna be winner? Turbo shoots the gap from third to first. Turbo takes the lead off into turn three and four. My name is Michael Thing, the driver of the 38T, and you're listening on to Hammer Podcast. Shoehart slides up the banking lines and turns underneath it and steals the win out of turn four. An unreal finish at River City Speedway. Buddy. It's been a while since we sat here. It's me, Ryan DeForest, alongside Joe Peterson. We're on the Hammer Podcast. I know it's been a while, but we're back. We're here. We're getting geared up to talk about the upcoming 11th annual Pat and Jim Pettit Memorial. Joe's going to recap his experience at World 100. We're going to talk a little bit about the Super Nats that just happened and uh, bring in a new segment at the end of the show. So... Let's get right into it, man. Yeah, we're back Sunday, September 19th. I know it's been a while. Um, hopefully, um, since I know we've been gone, we actually we have a lot that we've missed, um, a lot of racing quite that we missed, but um, we've been up to date. We've tried to post as much as we possibly can on yeah. our, on our um, Instagram, our Facebook page. Um, always try to gratify the winners out there, and um, we still thank you, everybody, for still supporting us. I know you guys have been asking about us, and uh, mm. we kind of uh, given the runaround or whatnot, but um, yeah, I mean it's kind of it's kind of nice. It's a gift and a curse, honestly. Yeah, this, this yeah. podcast is a lot of fun, and I really didn't expect it to be so important to a bunch of people because clearly, when we're not around, a lot of people ask where we're at. So I really, really appreciate all that love from everybody, and so. I mean, we're just, we're, we have day jobs, you know, so it's kind of hard. And when things don't work out correctly or the way that things go, like we had to go through a new laptop deal and get a bunch of new software. So we kind of just fly by the seat of our pants. So the amazing thing that this actually sounds pretty good <laughs> is pretty cool. So thank you guys all for the support. I definitely appreciate all that. So, but um, we're going to try to be better. I know we say this every time, but <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to try to be a lot better. We're actually going to have to be better coming up here as we roll into 2022. But, um, yeah, we're going to work work at it and try to get more consistent content out for you guys. Maybe not so much long episodes. We're going to try to keep this thing down into about an hour and a half, give or take. Maybe we'll go a skosh over, but try not. we're not Joe Rogan. We're not going to talk for three hours anymore. We can't do that. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's uh, let's With jump that being right. Said, yeah. yeah, let's jump right into it, Joe. You went to your first ever World 100. Let's talk about the sights, sounds, and smells. How'd you feel about being in the Big E? Yeah, uh, first time ever. First time. Oh, let's just get this straight. First time ever to the Midwest. First of all, yeah. Um, Ohio's fantastic. I mean, Eldora itself was better than I expected. Like I like I've always said, I've I wanted to go there ever since I was a little boy. Um, opportunity came and um, presented itself where I got to see um, two worlds in uh, one weekend. That's pretty so, cool. So, yeah. And um, like I said, I was a part of, it's crazy to say this, but I was a part of history. I mean, I got to see the 50th 
and the 51st World 100. Obviously, it's kind of weird. They ran the 51st before the 50th. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was it was it was it was exciting, to say the least. Got to meet some um, fantastic people, some drivers that I've grew up watching. And um, like you said, it's just it's just so different out there. I mean, just so different racing. Um the way they prep the racetrack and stuff like that. Obviously, it's a late model event, something that um, I guess you can say out here on the West Coast where you're, you don't yeah, get to see. Yeah, we don't get to see anymore. It's non-existent out here, especially um, at that caliber. Yeah, and it was crazy too because just to just to talk with the people and I was telling them like you know how I live in California, which for one that was pretty shocking to them that I was that came all that uh, yeah that I came all the way from California to go watch the world. And then um, when just telling them, like, you know, we don't obviously we don't have late models in uh, California no more. Or I should say on the West Coast. And people are like, wow. Like, you know, what I mean, obviously they kind of knew about, um, you know, sprint car. They consider this kind of our sprint car capital, which it is pretty it much seems to be, yeah. you know, um, we have some fantastic drivers. Obviously, we had a, a California Cal Larson out there mm-hmm. um, racing in the 51st uh, world. But yeah, man, it, it was just super fantastic. Got to meet a lot of great people, and um, uh, I don't know. I, I I gotta. I plan on kind of hopefully going back. Um, I know one of our uh, podcast buddies, Brent Kern, ended up uh, flying out there late yeah. notice. So that was he, cool. You yeah, had somebody was, with you. Yeah, he came. It was to cool. The, you ran into uh, Gallagher's. Too, yeah, right? Rob Gallagher. Um, he messaged me out of the blue, and he's uh, he's like, oh, like you're at the world, and. I was like sending him photos and stuff. Next thing you know, I see this dude like walking up with a freaking toilet water in his hand, which those things are very like really big over there. Like, you go to El Doro, like you must. There's two things you have to get. There's the pizza burger mm-hmm. and toilet water. So that's a that's a favorite here with the on the hammer staff and in this program. We love to talk about food. So yeah, tell me about the snack oh. shack and and how epic that whole deal was. So how many pounds do you think you put on during the trip? I, I probably I well I probably damn near walked all of it off. I mean okay. you're pretty much okay. walking all day. But um, I'm gonna just say this. I might get some flack for it. Eldora food overrated really overrated really it's the price and it's, it's the, the price. it's like the ambiance right yes it gets you but it's really like subpar it's like okay obviously they have like the two dollar beers uh-huh. you have the toilet water um obviously like they have the cheese skirts the pizza burgers and stuff yeah. like that but i mean basically- so it's like when you're there you're like oh this is the best but when you really think about it you're like well Okay. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I did try Casey's Pizza uh-huh. when I was down there. Casey's General Store, whatever it is. Yeah. And their pizza's pretty fire. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. But yeah, Can't shout out Casey's uh, General Store, proud sponsor of the IMCA, thir- the 39th annual IMCA yeah. Super Nationals. <laughs> but Eldora Food, and like I said, I may get some flack for this. Eldora Food is is overrated. I wow. think. The pricing is what shots fired is what's pretty cool. Tony, about you it. hear that? <laughs> My man's shouting you out. Says yo, food's trash. No, but I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> just kind of, it's just kind of a little bit like my opinion. I think. Um, okay. I think it was just overrated. Interesting. Yeah. What um, what was the, how was the merch sales? Merch tent was pretty or merch Dude, row so they was have pretty merch outrageous. Row. Yeah, they have merch. Uh, vendors rows, what they call it. Nice. And the place was Packed. dude. It was lit up like. Wow. It's like walking through Brentwood during Christmas, like during Christmas time. Nice. It was, or maybe even more. Um, 
And then Saturday, Saturday was like the day they, they warned you about. It was a record-breaking crowd. Wow, um, that's so sick. Dude, just to get to like to the the vendors and the food and stuff like that, it, it took you quite a while to like walk through like all those people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, most importantly, it was just, like I said, it was just a cool experience. I got to take a picture of the uh, Earl Baltus and his wife's um, statue statue yeah. over there and um, got to go through the love tunnel. I'm not sure if anybody knows kind of. So Eldora, you, um, to get into the infield, it's not like um, how we have racetracks over here where we just cross to the racetrack mm-hmm. or whatnot. You go under the racetrack and it's like a love tunnel. It's called the love tunnel. Yeah. And you walk under and um, that's how you get into like the pits and stuff like that. One of the coolest things, too, when I got there and everybody told me I had to do since my first time being there was stand in turn three while hot laps are going on, while the cars are going, like, you know, going around the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And literally, I shit you not, it's like you're standing right here and the cars are like literally like, I don't know, four feet away from you. Come yeah, in right off the just, wall. Yeah, right off the wall. And it's just like that's badass. It's nothing like you got to feel it to be there. So it's, it's I don't remember. So is the tunnel kind of new did that did they put the tunnel in after tony bought it or has it always been there do you know um maybe if anybody listening knows i don't remember because i was kind of under the impression that you always had to like walk across the track mm -hmm. like up the hill to get in and out of the infield like once you were in the infield you were in the infield yeah type of thing um i'm not really sure like i said i i probably should have got a little bit more information and history about i wasn't sure but from what I've note from what I've known, I if I'm correct, I've they said it was always there. Hmm. So Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just I think Tony took over that place in two thousand and I wanna say what was it, two thousand two or something three? like that yeah. it, no, it, had it might have been oh three or oh four yeah it had to be later than yeah because i don't think tony owned it when my dad went to the world and because earl was still alive i think yeah. even yeah so I, I don't know just because tunnels are such a nascar thing like getting in and out from mm-hmm. one area to the other so i wasn't sure but i find it interesting with the world 100 that at the same time the biggest imca race goes on known to man which is the super nationals and how you look at the two of them, and based on my experience with the world, because I've never been to Super Nationals, that's my plan for next season, but um, when you look at the world, there is significant... How many cars were there overall? So for the world, um, in total, is 80 cars. 80 cars. Yeah. So when you take Super Nats, there's about 100 plus in each division, right? So... I think of the world in 2001. Car counts died or, down for or sure. Or 2000 when yeah. my dad went. We have the stickers from the qualifying order. And I think the first one, he was like 194. And then the second one was like 240 something. And I think two something. That's back when you can qualify both cars. No, two. it was one car. Oh, just one car? Everybody okay. had one car. Or maybe there was two. But mm-hmm. the more... more over that there was 200 plus dirt late models at the world yeah and so you know i don't know what attendance level was Mm -hmm. in the early days or back then or when earl had it but i definitely think a a change happened with eldora Mm -hmm. in the past years or so where 
what we've lost in car count, they have ramped up in in attendance, you know, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, like, what you're saying is these record-breaking crowds because they have capacity to bring all this. It's a yeah. spectacle, right? Yeah. So there may be less cars, but the money they're making clearly seems to be on uh, concessions and food and the experience mm-hmm. and fans and people coming and going. And I mean, it. when I was watching the vlog for Hunt the Front, when they're leaving their pit area, it's swarmed with people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost like drag races. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of what the feel I got because you got people watching you at, while they're wrenching and doing all that stuff. So, it's very interesting when you compare it to like world, the Supernats, where I don't really know what their attendance levels were or how well mm-hmm. it is. It always looks like there's a million people there, but you know, I don't know what the grandstand attendance is yeah. like. You know, they never really get and to show that I too think, much. I think, um, and it, it's kind of conversation a little bit that I guess kind of later on down in this um, in this podcast we'll talk about. Um, obviously, and and that was kind of what they were saying at, at Eldora, too, was, is now the changing, the evolution, <clears throat> excuse me, of racing is that... Um, how how do i say this how much technology has changed with racing you get a lot of those regional guys and those uh track champion kind of type guys who i hate to say this go and they know they don't really have a shot to win yeah so it's kind of like in their in their way in their sense why race it yeah i mean it's definitely becoming that to me where it's not like and and I don't know that it was necessarily that situation back in the day, like in 2000 or 2001 mm-hmm. when my dad went. I, I still think the same 30, 40 cars that, you know, a majority of the same guys are still racing, like Scott and Moyer and, mm-hmm. and some of those other big names were still racing then when we went till now. So I, I still think it's the same 30, 40 guys who make the show. And who can win. And who are – have yeah. cars that could win there was still another you know 200 plus cars that mm-hmm. went home you know like our world 100 experience back then was he made a green white checkered hot lap run and then two qualifying laps and that was it because <laughs> they only took like the top yeah 100 fastest cars to work with mm-hmm. so you know with that when you look at a situation like uh super nationals where it's almost like everybody has a shot it's it's really unique to me to see that and see everybody you know like even people that we race with like you know we'll transition into that shortly but i mean you'll see guys from our neck of the woods shout out to the entire state of california I must yeah they say. represented hard dude man i love i um, you know to, it it cements to me I think the nonsense that comes from that California racing statement. Yeah. When 90%, Oh yeah. I would love to dive into like, that. Yes. Like when you take, okay, California racing, that's the problem. But we go over there and clearly we're doing something right. Exactly. You know, clearly our boys and girls are doing shit right. Mm-hmm. So, um, great job to everybody from this, the golden state that went over there. And, I'm so proud of the West coast, man. Yeah. And, uh, most importantly, uh, congratulations, Cody Laney, obviously Cody Laney. <clears throat> well, before we get into that, so finish off the world 100, let's talk about who won it and any final thoughts that you had on it. Okay. So, um, 
Well, like I was saying, just with the regional guys, um, I think you kind of you kind of lose them um, yeah. because obviously, like you know, like I said, there's there's a lot of guys who I think who are fast, but you know, you don't see them there for the first time in I don't know how many years. Billy Moyer wasn't at the Worlds. That's right, he wasn't, and um, he was in Knoxville, wasn't he? Recently, they ran Texas. No- Texas. He raced um, Texas. So. You know that 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 kind of hurt me. You know, I yeah. mean, I wanted to see obviously a Hall of Famer, Billy Moyer, six Globes. Yeah, six Globes. He's who, won. Who is and the all-time? You know, it is Billy Moyer. Billy was six. Yeah, and um, I gotta imagine uh, now Scott and JD are tied with four. Okay, obviously, and I gotta imagine Jeff Purvis has a lot. Three, three. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then it was just it was just really it really really wicked stellar i mean that dude brandon overton (laughs) (laughs) that man the georgia boy i mean the dude is crazy because of how fast he is and how how good of a talent he is the man's so humble yeah i mean and he's just got that place yeah i mean he's just got it he has that it factor to him and um obviously it's pretty cool we'll be seeing him um in vegas we'll get down the line about that as well cool and um yeah man dude's so humble um showed up there the first day uh wednesday actually was standing in line right behind him and and just talking and uh nice he heard that i was from california and he kind of turned around and he's like you know had a little conversation with me and um dude he's just he's cool ass dude cool ass dude and um very very humble and who else uh, did you meet you talked to chris ferguson yeah fergie Fergie's, Fergie's he's a fan favorite. It's yeah, like, it seems I'm, like he'll talk to anybody. I, I told him that I'm like, dude, you have a lot of West Coast lovers over here, and hopefully, I, you know, I told him like, dude, you got to come out to Vegas. Uh, I know he really wants to. Obviously, I know that's a pretty far toe from. Yeah, I'm curious North Carolina. to see how many of these guys make the trip. So. And um, but yeah, it was just a lot of guys. Obviously, Larson. Yep. <clears throat> Another one I was huge on was Dale McDowell. Yeah, he's I mean, a cool guy. He he's a stellar dude to talk to. He was one of the guys who was um uh, I think's a, a shoe in to win anytime they run yep. the dream or or the world. Yep. Um Jimmy obviously is n- is another one of I've Owens. always paid attention. Yes, Jimmy yep. Owens is another one I always paid attention ever since I was a little kid. Obviously we know how much Ryan Brown loves him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean with all this uh He's got this shrine to Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Owens. We'll post a picture of it on the on the hammer facebook page before the end of the day yeah he's got this little shrine to jimmy he's a big jimmy owens fan but yeah and then what something i did cool like i said also too for ryan since uh, obviously he didn't get to go got every possible driver signature that we could nice. for a flag and uh did you get uh jj old joseph joiner on that flag okay so i'm i'm yeah we got we got joseph joiner i'm gonna say this and i and i know this was something that really hurt me so I I'm, I I'm know that forward. people I might get a lot of slack for this as well. The the hunt the front crew were kind of some assholes. Really? I'm I I, I I'm gonna kind of say that I'm gonna put that out there because yeah, you told me this and I'm telling you my heart hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I Dude. I was really it it so I didn't get because I was watching all the super national yeah, stuff. So yeah, I didn't watch any of their vlogs during the world. So I exactly, watched them yeah. after and. It hurt me. <laughs> it affected the way I watched it. And so, you know, I don't know if you just caught him at the wrong time or something. Maybe. maybe. You know, but maybe. But man, I was. But the time I when very, I caught him, it made me not want to go back over there. I'll just say that. I was very conflicted and it really bothered me because I am a. If anybody knows me, I am the biggest fan of that yeah. group. Like, I 
love that freaking I and I vlog I, that everything they do. I was I'm gonna say I was because I kind of I haven't even watched their vlogs for the World War Hunter. Honestly, that's kind of how. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Because like I don't know. I guess it's believable that something like that could happen mm-hmm. in some time because you know we know what winning can do to some people. And being successful does give you and a they little. Made, bit. They made a world. They made yeah, the fifty. They made he both. Made, they just broke. No, I he think. broke. He broke. The, I think he made both, but he he scratched. Yeah, that's right. Because they so, blew a motor or something. Yeah. I think. So yeah. technically, he made both. I'll give him that. But you know, like anybody who rises to, we'll call it fame, that fast and that quick, you know, it might create something. But also, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we, I just wasn't there, so I don't really know how it went. But you know, it's frustrating. It's kind of like that whole thing: don't meet your idols, you know. Yeah. And that's that's one of the things that gets me so much because I am not like you. If I went to that thing, there's a hell of a chance i'm not going to talk to any driver because (laughs) i am so nervous about that type of stuff like that is not my comfort zone i cannot just walk up and talk to bobby pierce or turbo even though they've talked to us on this program Mm -hmm. they i'm not saying they know us but they know of us you know Mm -hmm. they obviously they can remember that they know brent brent painted a helmet for him you know Mm -hmm. that whining and dining over there with bp but um I could never walk <laughs> up and be like, how's it going? Because I am so hung up on that whole don't meet your idols thing because they'll disappoint you. <laughs> I will just imagine it and, and let it go because that is so out of my comfort yeah. zone. I could never go there without you because you're <laughs> the one who will talk and tell everybody. Well, I, I mean, And then, you, then I'll warm up a little yeah. bit and I could talk to him, but I cannot cross that threshold yeah it's like one of those things i think race mode for you kind of for you like talking to them would be different i think after the races would be your kind of yeah cup of maybe tea. i'd feel with the, much with better the beer, with the beer yeah, i maybe. feel much better when it's over especially, and the cars are loaded up in the trailer yeah especially you know. when it because i'm a driver i know like kind of some of the not every i don't know enough i don't i don't know everything yeah but I kind of get some of the emotion or the feel like you're kind of under pressure. You don't really want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. So I get that, but still, man, I, I get too nervous. Okay. So let me, I didn't even, I didn't even get to tell Ryan this. So let me tell you that you probably already know about this, this tool device that these late model drivers had. I haven't seen it on the West coast. I'll tell you this. I haven't seen it on the West coast. So they have this device and you guys listening, you racers or anybody high class, whatever, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking I'm talking about. They have this device. It's like a machine where you put on the steering wheel and you can control the oh, steering. Oh, the steering buddy. Yes. Dude, those dude, things are sick. That thing fucking freaked me out. I was like, dude, this is so dope. I rolled in. They're a, sick. I rolled in because um, I went to go talk to Turbo and they were rolling out the car to roll it to uh, to tech. And I was just like kind of sitting. No, they were rolling it on the trailer actually after yeah. the races. And um, I seen his crew guy put it on there, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, what's that?" He's like, "Oh, it's like a such an or whatever steering, steering buddy, buddy or something." And he's like, "I'm like, well, how does it work?" He's like, "Oh, he's controlling it from his phone." Yeah, he's it's like, sick. "So you can steer it, yeah." But the only thing is, I guess it just doesn't 
make it doesn't push. Yeah. So like you could push the car, around, but you can steer it through yeah, the, you your phone, it. and that helps on those big stacker trailers. Because yeah. I watch HTF and I see them struggling to send little Jesse <laughs> yeah. in and out of the car. Shout out, y'all need to get that steering buddy with money bags over there selling all that merch. I'm sure you could afford yeah. one now. Um, those things are sick. They're dope, I mean, they're bro. really cool. That's like probably I'm the cu- coolest thing. I'd like thing to try one yeah. and see it. That's like the coolest thing I've probably seen. I think it's, um, he says like 1700 bucks or 1750 or something like that. And yeah. Worth it. I mean, I, that's about the price of one of those race car lifts or the well, dirt, yeah. dirt car lift. And um, he, yeah, he told me about that. And I was like, dude, I think that was like probably the coolest thing I've probably seen um, like the entire weekend, I think. And I was just like, damn, man, like. What are we doing wrong on the West Coast? Like for, for, I've never seen nobody with that. I don't think so. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've seen anybody. I don't know that we're doing anything wrong, but uh, what do they call it here? I'm firing up this old Google machine. Love dead air, huh? <laughs> dead air, yeah. It's uh, yeah, steering buddy, right here. Steering buddy, at, right? Is that looks what like the... it just goes right into like the steering, the steering column. The, yeah, yeah, and it's got these two like bars that come off of it and i think it grabs the the jail bars or like the yes win- in, in the window thing so it doesn't uh, yes rock. it's a, like a big gear reduction like motor thing it's pretty badass so <laughs> any sponsors want to <laughs> sponsor ryan deforest to get yeah, one man. of those yo shout out steering buddy <laughs> like hey call me up i would gladly be your first. we would love to be the first people on the west coast maybe are, i don't know we? if we're the first but i'll gladly be your first imca sport mod guy to have a <laughs> steering buddy to move his car in around shoot if it does pretty good i might let the thing drive it <laughs> i might drive it from the outside yeah but i think honestly man that was probably the one of the coolest in um i wouldn't say innovations but one of the coolest things i've seen that something stood out. Yeah, to you. and they all had it. Like they yeah. all had it, bro. Like it was. That's the crazy thing about yeah. it. It was. It was pretty sick. That's sweet. So, World One Hundred was a was a good experience for you. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about what happened in the other part of the Midwest. That thing called Supernats. Yeah, I mean Supernationals. I okay. I'm gonna be real, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of slack for this. And I texted Ryan this earlier. I didn't get to. I I maybe watched. 24 minutes of super nationals you were busy yeah you were preoccupied um unfortunately thankfully for you facebook I was glued yeah facebook kept me up to date with a lot um i paid attention to a lot of california racers one in particular um i'm gonna be honest i paid attention to um, andrew pierce yep um great job <laughs> outstanding great. and i've heard i heard that uh, commentators and, and announcers loved his rap oh I that mean, car was beautiful the, the car was it is i love it I love um, that red. Wasn't it, is... it Cal Heckman who wrapped their car, right? Yeah, I think Elite. Uh, Elite? Yeah. Fantastic job, Cal Heckman. Um, and his wraps are pristine, Dude, that, right? that car looks so good out there. They so kept beautiful. calling it orange. I don't know. Maybe Andrew can comment It's a fluorescent red. I, I think it's say. red. It's red, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's a flow red. Yeah. But, man, it looks so good. It I, looks so with good, the, yeah. With the purple. When I saw some close-ups on uh, Daniel Carver's TikTok and stuff. Yeah. It had the purple in there with the spark. Oh, man. That was pretty. That is a pretty race car. I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I can't wait to see it in person. I haven't got to see it in person. I That's think- something about me. Like, I I love a pretty yeah. race car. Like, some of that, that car, some of the stuff Josh does for himself, mm-hmm. he holds out. Yeah. Josh, Josh Combs, one, two wraps. 
he makes the best stuff for his cars. I'm yeah. gonna say, I love that this one that he's running now with the purple and stuff is. Oh, that is thing real, looks dope. I love that, but I'm telling you, I liked last year's with the blue and yellow and the other one where I think it was like blue, yellow, maybe green. I know Jessica hated it, but I love that car. That is my favorite rap I've ever seen Josh do. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year's one. Yeah, I know. It looks right. like yeah. this one, but it had more white instead of black, I mm-hmm. think. But that that was my favorite thing I've seen yeah. from him in a while. But um, no, Andrew's car was great. Andrew Andrew drove amazingly. Mm-hmm. So um, Andrew was badass. Who else was there? Uh, the Baker clan. Shout out Brian and Adam. They, yeah. Little bit of a little bit of a disappointment for them. I think they had some or Brian had some engine problems. Yeah, he did, yeah. But um, you know, they they showed up and they did what they could. John Piker drove one of their cars too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they had great speed. I thought they were all, you know, not everybody makes a big dance, you know. Yeah. Don't hang your head on that. Kudos Ryan. to the other two modified Bakersfield boys, Jerry Flippo and <sighs> Troy Morris the third. Yes. Putting it down out there. I mean, it's yeah. just and those Troy, two guys were badass. Yeah, uh, Michael Thing, oh, great job. Yeah. He was yeah. fast. I think he won his heat race. He won the last chance scramble heat race at the very end. He raced all week long, working shout, hard to get in there. Shout out to our local Brent, or I would say Antioch's very own Carl, Carl Berenson making an A feature. Yes, he that's did what I'm a, talking about. You know, way to rebound from last year where he was bummed out from the rain. He did a great job. Showed up, won his heat. Made the feature. Um, who else was out there? We can't, we cannot not mention Ethan Dodson and Cody Laney. We'll yeah. get to those guys later. But um, Brian Pierce, shout Brian out to him. Pierce, Ended up picking up a heat race win Making as well. the show. Bobby yeah. Hogue. Bobby Hogue, yeah. Making the show. And he hasn't been, I don't think Bobby, if my stats It's been are a correct, long time. It's been a while. Yeah. I think it's been, what are we, 2021? It's mm. been... I want to say it's been over 10 years, yeah. over 12, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Making the show. Uh, Paul Guglielmoni kind of struggled a little bit. Paul Stone seemed to struggle a little bit, but I mean, they gave it everything they had. Brand new cars though. Brand yes. new cars. Obviously uh, DJ and Paul Stone are in brand new. Yeah. Oh, DJ too. Um, Vanderbilt. Yeah. There so, we go. So, you know, and DJ had some good runs too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in contention to a lot of it. Um, Ryan McDaniels, congratulations. He made Ryan McDaniel, sorry. Yeah. He made the show. Good job for him. He hang on there. Hung on there for a long time. He as, led it for quite yeah, a while. As well as Dylan Thornton. I know Dylan he's Thornton. obviously Dylan from Thornton Iowa, is a but, Santa Maria yeah. uh, native. Uh, so, wow, he picked up the uh, World Nationals win last night, ten thousand uh, dollars at Marshalltown. Uh, congratulations. No, no, no. That was I think that was Dallin Murdy. No, Dallin Murdy won Friday night. Oh, so and then Dylan Saturday Thornton too? won Saturday, yeah. Okay, okay, so. okay, okay. But yeah. yeah, I mean, damn. And that Dallin, Dallin Murdy. Driving a California car. <laughs> Dude. Driving a California yeah. car. Okay. Yes. All right. Shout out to them. Um, we cannot not mention Cinnamon, Riley Simmons. Oh, my Woo. goodness. And he was so... So thrilled. Oh, dude, man, he was that so dude. stoked about his win, too, man. Yeah, man. He was fast, bro. Yeah, he, he was. Doing, he, it was incredible. So good job to him. Um, who else did we have out there? Of course, Cody Laney, Ethan Dodson, those guys. Oh, uh, yeah. On a league of their own. I mean, uh, Dodson absolutely dominated his uh, A-main qualifier to get in. A, in a new car, in his man, new I say. Longhorn by Lone, bro. Yeah. Um, that was a shocker to a lot of people. Um, and I think he just 
got yeah. in the Vanderbilt it was after Vegas. Yeah. So. Ethan made them look uh, like they were parked. <laughs> yeah. And I thought there was nothing that can make that that could top that dominance mm-hmm. until Saturday night when RTJ predicted it in your post asking yeah. who was going to win this deal. That's crazy. Yeah. And Cody Laney. Cody Laney was actually a lot of people's pick. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, obviously we didn't there go that man. We didn't get to do an episode before super nationals or world or anything, but so we um, didn't get to really pick or anything, but I think going into golly. it, I'm going to say going into it, my pick was Tim Ward. Yeah. I thought Tim Ward was going to get it done. I mean, he's just been, he's been pretty, pretty fast. Um, you know, all year, won the Dakota mod tour and, uh, He's he's just always been fast, you know, yeah. at Boone. Yep. And so I believe last year he was Boone track champion as well. Something like that. And um, we don't do if my, if my stats are if my stats are correct, I might get flaunt, flaunted for that. But um, yeah, he was my pick to win. Uh, my second pick, if it wasn't him, I said Cody Thompson, and Cody Thompson didn't didn't even make the show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are pretty much my you know? picks right there. So um, yeah. I mean, it was. I didn't have any picks, any expectations. I was just watching merely as a fan. And I'll tell you, my pick was just California. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, period. That was it. So it didn't matter who it was. Anybody that was came from the Golden State was, was whom I was rooting for. So, um, And thankfully, there was a lot of people for me to choose from. I mean, mm-hmm. because everybody was fast this happened to be the year that i think we had the most california guys representing absolutely, absolutely. Um, over in the past i think, I think we th- had about eight california drivers in the big dance alone yeah um in the past years you know we've seen it'd be like a few, a few three yeah. or four or five and like you saying it just goes back to i'd say i would say the whole california racing you know us type guys west coast or whatnot yeah because when you take on the western region you also get guys like zane de vilbis exactly our western region Mm -hmm. and uh Corey sample from nevada um colin weinbarger from up north and and gray ferrando and i do say i think colin hibden right from nevada as well yes colin hibden and uh Chris Frisbee up mm-hmm. there and, and all those guys. John Campos had a good run yeah, up there. Zachary Madrid. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we get so. that whole West West Coast region, but which again, okay, so you want to take it in the West Coast region. All those guys did a great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all race so well. I think um, it's it's kind of the point in time or I personally feel like it's we need to stop the stigmatism of oh, California racers or yeah, this, this and that. that based on what I saw this the you know, a couple weekends ago mm-hmm. with Supernats, I, I think there's nothing. You know, that there's whole California, yeah. the whole California racing thing's a joke. Exactly. You know what I mean? The only difference is, you know, okay, yeah, maybe we do tear some stuff up, but we just don't race as much. We don't race as much, but we don't we're race still as, competitive. Yeah, you and know clearly, I mean? clearly, we're doing something right. Exactly. So yeah. Until the scoreboard is saying otherwise, we're doing right. So, and I know. didn't see one or. Like I just said earlier, I, I mean, I didn't watch it, but um, I didn't hear or look at any results because I was on my race pass <laughs> looking. Oh, Tyler Bannister, yeah. too. I just need to say that, you know, before we miss that, Tyler Bannister made the show. He was badass, too. I didn't see any California person in particular get waxed by anybody, you know. No. Obviously, out, 
I guess you want to say the from the Midwest or whatnot. Yeah, no. And I get it. Midwest racing may be, you know, the cream of the crop or the, where you need where to get bre- to. Where the bread and butter. But you know? I think as in location of where our drivers come from, and I'm yeah. not just saying, like you just said, the, the Western region in general, I I think we personally have talent second to none. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I also don't think there's any coincidence why uh, a lot of those names from California that we see running so well have Bakersfield attached to them. It, yeah. There's something in the water. I mean, I know I know Brian Baker says Taft, but that's pretty damn – his home <laughs> track is Bakersfield. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I see some of that stuff, and I think it's impossible not to cause a, a – you know, create a correlation between mm-hmm. the the success and the talent of these drivers and Bakersfield Speedway. They're farming them. They're creating them down there. And and not to be, you know, not to throw shade anywhere else. Obviously, Susanville, California is very well represented with Riley and Olivehurst with Ryan and some of these other places and Antioch with Carl mm-hmm. and Oakley with, with Andrew and Brian. Um it it's it's cool to see this state is so big and so much talent is had right here and when you think of even the people who just don't go mm-hmm. i i bet you we could fill that field with our whole crop of drivers i mean we just we've got a lot of talent here and i think it goes underrated oh yeah without a doubt um but like like you just said listing off there there's a lot of and i've heard this when when i was at you know when i was at eldora too there's that driver that could be the next Bobby Pierce. There's that driver who could be, you know, the next, you know, Kyle Larson or whatever or whatnot, but just doesn't have the resources or the funds to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Luckily, and I'm not giving granite saying that, you know, these guys that are going out here are loaded and have the money to, you know, make that trip and, you know, could do all this and that. But there's just, you know, at our local track, there could be that guy who could be that it factor, but just doesn't have, yeah. you know, he has a local backing, but he just doesn't have, you know, the backing to make that, you yeah. know, trip to see, like, I guess, I guess one way to, to sum it up is, you know, uh, 20, 20 years ago, the world 100 was probably closer to being, uh, more super nationals like where anybody might've had a shot. Mm hmm. Whereas now it's kind of elevated to a realm where it's it's kind of a a, a walled garden, it's kind of um, a a club, an elite group of guys and girls who can make that show or or, or to run there. Um, where super nationals, I feel that a guy with an open trailer still has a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. A guy with you know, a weekend racer who's making that trip has a shot, Mm -hmm. you know, has a chance to, to put it in the dance and to run well. And, you know, and also maybe some of it takes away because there's not a big purse. There's not a big payout at the end that, that drives you for money. What you're into it there for is the prestige Prestige, that, that, that saying that not only did you win it, but just saying you made the dance is mm-hmm. so big for so many Walking people. Walking across that stage and them announcing you know I mean? your name and you know, and your car lined up on the front straightaway. You do the four wide salute, 
the yeah. fireworks going off, the record-breaking crowds cheering. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? You double up and you go a hundred laps, and the green flag drops, and you let it rip. You know what I mean? And yeah. And and I think with the with even with Boone making it, um, mm. Boone, I think if I'm correct, Boone pays seven thousand a win now, something like that. Um, more than what it did. Yeah. But you know, you Boone know, pays seven seven thousand a win. You three get rows, that three, yeah, yeah, three rows of thirty-three or three rows of thirty or something like that, and you know, you see the green flag and yeah, you're all like the pageantry behind it, exactly. And, and they did, they do such a good job of like the production of the, the of the race. You yeah, know, Jerry and Ryan, they're they're two of the best in the booth. I that I could I could listen to Jerry Vansicle talk all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, they brought in some Australian flavor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you caught that. That dude's a trip. That was so much fun to see him trying to trying to lighten up some of these oaky corn boys. And then, you know, he had a he had a little bit of a smile battle trying to go on with Ethan because Ethan's not <laughs> necessarily the most smiling character. He lets his racing speak for him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was just it makes you want to go every year, and so. I'm pretty dead set on I want to try to go there to to experience it and to feel it and see what it's like. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just incredible. I mean, congratulations to Cody Laney on the win. Congratulations to Austin Becerra on the Sport Mod win. So now he has a Vegas win. Yeah. Unfortunately, he didn't get the win in the same year, but he has a Vegas yeah. win and a Super Nationals win. Yep. That Austin so. Becerra, he is a money hunter. I mean, he's a big race hunter. That's that's what he does. He Dallin Murdy winning the stock cars. Yes, I think he did. Yeah, he did. Did he? I, it's been two weeks. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yeah. But congratulations to all the winners. I mean, it was. Uh, I feel like we're a little light, so apologize on us yeah, a little bit. So. We didn't do any research. This is. <laughs> yeah. We're just going off of off the cuff, but yeah, man, it was just it was really cool. So. I'm really stoked on that, and I'm glad that thing went down, and I'm glad California represented. Who else was there from California? I said the Bannisters, um, but yeah, it was pretty good. We got a uh, couple other things going on. Joe's got some stuff coming up. What are you looking at, Joe? You're looking like you're perplexed. 38%. Oh, we'll be all right. We're going to power through. We got a laptop dying here halfway through <laughs> this know. process. Joe's nervous. This is our first time. It's just him and I. The training wheels that are off. That is true, huh? The training wheels are off. This is the first time him and I and we're rolling. are doing this, and we're sweating bullets. We're trying to make sure this works out. So, yeah. But let's get to what's important. I think the most important week, it starts today. Pettit week, baby. Pettit week. Pettit week. This is our week. This is what... Us Cal- I mean, this is our big race here. So This is our world. This is our dream. This is one of them. Or one one of, them. of them. Okay, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the start of open season for us. This yes. Is, this is the beginning of big race big race season here in California. Yeah. So we're going to kick it off this Saturday, this Friday and Saturday in Ocean Speedway for the 11th annual Pat and Jim Pettit Memorial, which will be sponsored by On the Hammer Podcast as we bring to you 400 big ones for the AMOD fast qualifier on Saturday. I made a little trophy. We're going to try to get them to let us present it to you. Hopefully somebody who wins it likes us and wants to appreciate the trophy. If not, and you just throw it away, I'm going to be really sad and upset. (laughs) 
But I think it came out pretty cool, and it should be a cool deal. Plus, everybody likes money, so you'll get that. Yeah. And I even think, um, looking at this year, um, obviously, if you haven't paid attention to uh, Facebook, pay attention to the Pat and Jim Pettit Facebook page. Um, they're doing a fantastic job always um, shouting out their sponsors and uh, what's going on, the formats. Um, it's going to be cool. He's has a, he has an, an early show going. Uh, modifiers are qualifying both nights, Friday and Saturday night, heat races and features. Uh, 53 lap feature Saturday night, and I think 33 laps Friday, Friday. night. Sounds about right. And then I think everything, for, well, it might be 56. Everything usually ends in a three or a six. Is it? I think yeah, I thought like it was fifty three. It could be. It could be fifty six. It's and like then 3, for you guys, for you guys in the hobbies, yeah. you guys regular redraw or draw redraw. Yeah. Um, hot laps, heat races, feature yeah. time. Yep. Um, if there's enough cars, obviously a B main, which I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure we'll have. Obviously, a yeah, it's yes, Pettit. We're gonna have a B main. Um, but yeah, that's what we are have going on. I have the opportunity of this year working. Um, pit reporting and um, I'll be doing some interviews and infield Very stuff cool. um, cool. at the Pat and Jim Pettit at um, Ocean. Yep. You will be there both nights, Friday night, Saturday night. I will be there racing. both nights, Friday, Saturday night in the sport mod. Mm-hmm. Dad will be driving the, the 097 for, oh, the, so he is racing. for the Enuses okay. on Friday and Saturday. And I believe uh, Breck and Brian Smith will be there. Our other kind of team car, I guess, with... Uh, the 72 duster or demon from Mitch Enos's hobby stock will be there mm. running. So it'll be Mopar corner, even though I don't have a Dodge in it anymore, but, um, we'll be, and there. their rules are, are like different. I think, right. For hobby stocks. Yeah. Aren't DLT they? tires. That's DLT, right. They're, they're a lot similar to like a traditional IMCA, except they allow Camaros, but DOT tire, basically that's the, that's the main difference. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's like the one race of the season. For some reason, we all get very friendly with each other. Mm-hmm. And Friday night's a big party and all that stuff, and we get along well. And then we go back to hating each other Saturday morning. And so it's cool. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and some of us won't even be there Friday night. Some of us will be there Thursday morning. Yeah. I know some people come out there. Obviously, go support Jim. Uh, I think they have the car show. Yeah, they got show. a car show. I don't remember where it is. If you want to look that up real yeah, quick, see if I'm you can find out. Really quick, On Thursday a... night before the race, they do a little car show in town that um, we were told to talk about, and we're doing a horrible job about it. Um, but Adrian Frost wanted me to, to blow this up a little bit, but... It's a little car show where, you know, they have a section where all the race cars and everything, everybody who's participating in the Pettit, they try to get as many of them out there to go and support at this little car show. I think it's a little Mexican restaurant down in uh, in Watsonville. But, um, you know, they do a great job. I don't – we're going to find out the times and place of it here in a yes, second. Yes, let's see. So they have a car show going on, um, raffling, cornhole tournament and all uh hold on i want to get the correct place so let's see oh they even have karaoke going on that oh yeah that would be a thing Friday didn't they have karaoke they had karaoke last week right yeah let's see i saw on snapchat i don't know if she wants me to say it but Haley gomez was looking for uh karaoke partners so anybody out there looking to uh be a partner a friend of the program Haley hall and Haley, uh she might sing with you so (laughs) 
I won't. That's not my thing. Yeah, I, I don't. Nobody needs that. I think I'm gonna pass. Did you get your reserve spot already as well? Or I think we got reserve spots. I'm pretty sure. But um, so kickoff car show and raffle, September 23rd from 5 to 8 p.m. Um, the fun starts at Carmio's Barbecue. Let me see. I hope I'm saying that right. Let me see. Carmonia's. Carmonia's. It's uh. September 23rd, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. car show at... That's Carmonio's, uh, right? Carmona's. 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 The fun starts at Carmona's Barbecue, 1040 East Lake Avenue, Watsonville, California, 95076. Check it out. Go hang out. Say what's up to the guys who are out there, guys and gals out there. There'll be race cars there as well. Yeah, too, that's so. the main thing is there's yeah. going to be race cars there at this car show. It's not just your. You might you know, be able to sit. It's in not one. just old yeah. guys in New Balances <laughs> waxing on their Corvettes. You're going to have a roughed up, beat up race car because, folks, this is the end of the season and ain't nobody putting new bodies on it. I mean, you hear me? That's true. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Carmona's Barbecue, 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Watsonville, California. Go check that out on Thursday night. Before the Pettit. Drivers, I do know this. I I could be wrong, but I heard this from Adrian. If you participate in the car show on Thursday, you can bring your race car trailer and everything to the pits that night when the car show is over. So Ooh. your stuff's already in. Food for thought. Something to Food think for about. Thought. Um, Something for to you, think about. For you Saturday participants only, uh... You're going to be searching for parking, maybe. Yes. You're going to miss out on all the fun. Yeah. So I know you're probably scheduled to only race Saturday. Load your shit up early. Come have fun. Yeah. Friday as well. Yeah. Friday. <clears throat> make it a two-day show. I mean, make it's, it a two-day it's worth show. it. You know? It's and worth I, it. But I get it. I get it. We are a working class uh, racing community out here. So sometimes it's difficult. But more cars the merrier. What do we think on a car count? I say... I say a forty piece in the sport in the A mods and maybe uh maybe a thirty eight just short of forty piece in the sport mods, so maybe thirty eight cars in the sport mods. Hobby stocks, I bet they'll be probably be more than twenty four. Mm-hmm. Probably another thirty piece in the in the stock in the hobby stocks. I'm trying to think about last year last year I'm pretty uh, sure there's gonna be a good group of Antioch guys got some G sixty or uh, some uh DOTs getting mm-hmm. put on them to come hang out there. So I think um, I want to say, can we break the record of how many cars was it last year? We were close to like 60, 70. I don't know. I don't know that there's a I remember the first year I went, there was 70, 72 to 74 modified. I think I think we'll be it'll be a 50. 50? I want to say we'll be in the 50s. 50 piece. We'll be in the 50 Saturday. I'll just say that we'll be yeah. in the 50 Saturday. Like you said, I know some people have to work. um any uh any idea on some some bigger names that we don't normally get to see any out of towners you think are coming? Um, right now I haven't got any word. I was seeing if our Oklahoma buddy was coming down. It looks like he's not going to be able to make okay. it. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't, I'm not for sure. You know, so we'll just have to see. It's all for me. It's always great when I roll in and I see who's yeah who's there that you didn't expect to be there you know what i mean or somebody yep. that you haven't seen or whatnot and you see how he's gonna fare against you know your regional or local competition so yeah yep. um i know we have a certain uh 
Nebraska buddy that's supposed to be coming in the form of uh, Jacob Hobstite, I think. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That'd probably be okay. He, he'll, that's he, a good shoe in to win. Probably yeah. going to drive for Sean Wilson in the um, seven car. That'll be cool. So if my if my resources your resor- are if your source correct. Is correct. Yeah. Um, it's believable. I, I could see that. That'd be a cool deal. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. I've had for my me myself. I uh, I always have bad luck at the Pettit, so it's a lot more fun for me just to be at the races. Not, you know, not so much the racing. Usually, has been pretty hard for me. Yeah. I've always gotten bad luck, lumped up cars and whatnot, but. I still smile and I still come back every time. And so, I mean, I think more so we do it for Jim. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? And so, so hopefully this season or hopefully this year we can, uh, we can get our ducks in a row and have some success. I would really enjoy that. I'm due for it there at Watsonville. That place is, I have good runs. Every time I race there, I feel like we're very competitive and I feel like we're fast, but the joint just doesn't like me for some reason. And so, uh, I got to race. It's hard because they race Friday nights, so it's hard for me to get off work. And um, I got to run there earlier this season, and you know we were fast, but we weren't. We weren't. We weren't fast, but we also weren't really slow. It was kind of a hooked up hammer down racetrack, and we were basically started where we finished. But everybody around me was fast. Car stayed straight, so there was no damage. Um, so, you know, we'll see what we get for this deal. Usually. Uh, Usually the second night slicks off a little bit and it gets a little bit more racy. So um, their track crew does a good job and they they work really hard. So Tom Sagmiller, yes, they they work really Tom hard. Sagmiller. And uh, John Prentice runs a really tight ship. So I'm sure no matter what, it'll always be a very good production and um, and promotion. We'll we'll enjoy it. So. Yeah, it's it's always um, for me. It's only my. It's gonna be my fourth mm-hmm. uh pet it for me yeah. and um yeah it's 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 brilliant uh pops will be out there with me nice. like i said i'll be working it and um it's just it's just been an incredible experience just this whole year i think for me just yeah. getting um closer with jim and mm-hmm. um you know he's every time i see him he's always telling me a story or whatnot and this and that yeah we're Being, gonna work to get him on this podcast yeah pretty soon um getting to getting to be there when he got inducted into the hall of fame, I think is something second to none, um, an experience that I can never, you know, repay him back for. And, uh, just for him even having me there, you know what I mean? It's It's just like, yeah, it was very, very cool. Um, and it's, like I said, it's, we're all do it for him. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I know obviously, obviously, obviously it's always an emotional time kind of yeah. for him for, yes, you know, that absolutely. race. Cause he was very close with his parents. Yes. His parents had a big part in his racing mm-hmm. through his whole career. And so, um, you know, it, uh, I'm looking forward to it. This will be my third petted as a driver. It's probably like my f- sixth or seventh mm-hmm. ever Attending, going, you yeah. know, my dad raced a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I've never had good luck. My dad's had some pretty good luck there. He's made, made shows every time he's ran but Mm -hmm. never really got a great finish you know we've had some he's you know junk some parts here and there but um yeah i'm really looking forward to the deal i think it's going to be fun and i can't wait and so um thanks for 
thanks to Jim Pettit for giving us the opportunity to, to support this race and, mm-hmm. and, you know, put our name on something and sponsor it. And, and, uh, hopefully we get some fast cars who, who put it down and qualifying and try and try and battle for 400 bucks. Yeah. Know, so. And I think was, was more importantly is, it's it's cool. Like, you know, we sat with, uh, Jim Pettit and, you know, just kind of as we talked about on the podcast, just as us being, you know, some some younger guys, obviously involving in racing, and for even Jim to come up and talk to us about his event. Oh, mm-hmm. what do you guys think about yeah. us doing this, or what do you, you guys know. think about us? Him asking us ideas is kind of like wow, like yeah, I don't, you know? I don't really know what we did in a past life to deserve uh, <laughs> yeah. such a good friendship or you know a, a working relationship or or just being able to speak freely to somebody like Jim Pettit about you know, his event about anything yeah. and just just have him be there to talk to us about whatever he thinks and we could bounce information off of somebody who's been around this game as long as he has and in, in multifacets it's really special for us and so you know I I don't know that I'll ever not support this race because I don't know that I'll never not support him mm-hmm. and his family and so I mean even the car that I drive I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't for Jim so um, I, I just, I've got the utmost respect for him and everything that he's done in this sport and, and what he's doing right now. I mean, he's, he's at the top of the heap. I mean, he's, he's at the top of the mountain, this man, he's yeah. going to win the state championship going away. Oh yeah. That's he's nothing. picked up a Merced Speedway track last night. Yes. Did he, he didn't win the Watsonville one, right? That was no, but he won the Antioch Speedway one. Antioch so Speedway track champion, yeah. multi time, multi track champion champion this season alone mm-hmm. and the california state champion i mean this dude it's incredible it is yes it's incredible to see what he's doing still at this level at at his age you know and getting one for the old guys man i, I love it i love him so mm-hmm. congratulations jim for everything that you're doing and i can't wait to to celebrate this weekend with you mm-hmm. and have fun so Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be amazing. I like you say you pretty much took the words out of my mouth. I mean, fantastic guy, um, and he'll come over and help anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yep. like I said, just really last year, kind of started to take my take my eyes away as we just seen how fast he was running, how fast he was. Um, you know, no matter where he started in the back or not, you've always seen him come up through the field, and then you know this year collecting like you said two track championships a state championship um and like you said you know he's obviously a veteran in the wheel game here for mm-hmm. the dirt modifieds and stuff like that and um who says that you can't do it you know what i mean so yeah so another thing i want to take as we transition from jim what's our battery percentage how are we look we're like 33 oh dude we're good now we're right. powering so i want to take a second and i want to I want to give a shout out to my co-host right here across from me because I've gotten to be really close. This is me talking to the audience. I'm pretend I'm not talking to Joe. <laughs> um, in this, in this year, basically year, maybe in some change of doing this show and, and getting really tight with Joe. I, some stuff that I've noticed is this dude's passion is unmatched. His talent is raw and his skills are sharpening day by day. And to sit here and watch the growth that we've been doing and, and the experience he's put himself in and the connections he's made and everything that he's doing to grind and love this passion, which is racing for him 
is super, super inspirational for me. And, you know, I'm just a, a kid. I'm just a dude who, who turns wrenches and drives race cars weekly. But this guy across from me is bound for so much more than just sitting at this table sometimes. And the fact that he loves this, what we're doing, struggling with these laptops and batteries dying because this is such a, a makeshift show sometimes. But the fact that we're doing enough to get people to watch our little operation is insane. And, and the opportunity that this guy's gotten right now, be it what it may, I, I am so, so excited for Joe to come up here in, in November in Las Vegas. Tell everybody what you got going on brother yeah so um it's it's still kind of unreal a little bit um but yeah obviously i got the the message or text message from uh barry braun um is pretty much operations and own or the backing of race xr and um he wants to give me the opportunity to work and as i say work i mean you know pit report um interviews and social at uh, the 24th annual duel in the desert in las vegas this Let's year go. so yeah it's like um you know your heart kind of stopped a little bit but um yeah like i said and and i i guess since i'm kind of on a mainstream to say this um it's just unbelievable unreal i never thought and i would say i've been announcing for maybe a little bit over a year now. I mean, just to see what has happened for for you, for us, for this program. I mean, we got some big things coming yeah. up, moving into the next year. So like I said, it's, it's kind of not going to be up to us anymore. We're really going to have to get on it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we got some real big things coming for you. And yeah. so to see where we've come and, and where this guy, this man has come, you know, in the past year and what experiences he's gotten. I mean, the dude just went to Eldora as a fan and he's going to Vegas as an employee. I mean, let, <laughs> let that sink in. Like the student went and wine and dine in Eldora and, and rubbed elbows with the greatest late model drivers drumming up people to go to Vegas. And here he comes to Vegas as a, as an employee. I mean, that you can't write scripts like this enough for, for a guy like Joe. And so I, I'm, I'm honored to be around him and his energy is infectious. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to going and seeing him more importantly, just going and experiencing him do his thing there. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so stoked for you, brother. Yeah. I mean, and I just want to say this It's I know this is an opportunity that I'm getting, um, very, very humble for the position that, you know, that, is granted to me um and really quick i don't have a list or anything but um obviously i want to thank you know the man above god and everything like that but you know i really really truly want to give a huge shout out to uh chad and tina chadwick absolutely um obviously if it wasn't for them giving me the opportunity at antioch speedway i i know pretty much none of this would be possible um and you know i want to give a shout out to Ryan Brown, you know, Ryan Brown and, and his family, you know, always my damn near, you know, he's my brother, my biggest cheerleader supporter. Um, I want to give a shout out to, you know, my guys here on, on the hammer podcast. Um, without them, this for myself, you know, wouldn't be possible. And, um, 
I know like you guys are well, you know, you guys are always my biggest supporters and I know we, you know, we kind of go through it sometimes over messages or whatnot and disagreements and, but we just want the best for not only, you know, our, us, but you guys, Mm -hmm. we want to make the best content. We want to really make this podcast truly something that you guys desire and want to listen to. I want to thank, um, you know, obviously my, my dad, you know, without him, you know, none of this mm. would be possible to you. And, and just everybody and, and at the local racetrack and not Speedway as a whole race fans or racers, whatever it is, you know, you guys are awesome as well. And, and I don't know this, this might be a too early of a speech. You know what I mean? I could, I could, you know, go to Vegas and Plymouth, but who knows, you know? <laughs> man. But, but the fact it's, is you're going and, yeah. and that's, that's the big thing. And so like, you know, like me and Brent have said to you before, like him and I, what we've got is our racing. Like that's what, that's what we can bring to the table here. And, and some of that, I mean, for you to, to go and do this, this is your thing. You know, this is something that you're not just another racer. This is big, man. And so soak it all in and take it all in and and take it for what it is and enjoy it. And I know I'm going to enjoy watching it and seeing it. And so, you know, it's like, it's like the kid leaving the nest and I just, I can't wait to see what he's going to do and and where this takes him and everything. So, yeah, you know, this is going to be cool and I'm excited for you. I'm super stoked for you. I, I think it's an awesome opportunity no matter what anyone says. And so, Shout out to Barry Braun for for hitting up. My yeah, boy. and that's another another big one. Um, I know Barry kind of said sometimes you listen to him on our podcast, but shout out to Barry Braun for giving me this opportunity. Um, somehow, some way, he said my name came across his his list or, so, or whatever. Like I, like I said but, about <laughs> California racing, you know, obviously we're doing something right, you know, and yeah. so so it, it's it's working for us. And, and I just and, yeah, I just want to thank everybody who was involved. Um, I'm not really the type of person that thinks that it was all me or whatnot. And I know none of this, none of this would be even possible without, you know, all the backing and support. Um, when at the most times I don't even sometimes believe in myself and you guys are always the ones are, you know, kind of believe in me. And now to, you know, get this message and say like, Hey, like, you know, we want you or, you know, yeah, it's, it's. It's pretty freaking cool. It's cool, man. And that's this uh, this duel in the desert will be something special too. We got IMCA A mods, sport mods, and stock cars as well as super late models so, and mod lights and mod lights. I don't know why. Uh, it's another class, so it should be interesting. Let's see what this racetrack's gonna do. That was our big talking point. Yeah. You know, we're coming up on a year. Um, oh yeah we're coming Vegas. up on our one year anniversary yeah. of on the hammer podcast so november 8th through the 13th um duel in the 24th annual duel in the desert yeah so maybe uh, so. uh maybe for this we could try and and do something special for this podcast maybe we could do one like in the hotel room in vegas <laughs> you know maybe we could try to bring all this stuff I, I think we're gonna have to start planning something special for our one year anniversary i mean yeah. when you think about it everything that we're doing right now and the support and love that we get from you guys is pretty pretty insane after one year and you know so we're we're doing the best with what we can and and we're getting some competition out there and and some people are starting to want to jump into this podcast realm and so mm-hmm. You know, we just have to keep going with what we do and what we do seems to work. And so we appreciate all the love and support and and uh, 
try to continue pushing forward and making our show as 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 uniquely us as we can be and um you know we'll keep on chugging but i'm looking forward to this uh doing the desert i think my pops is going to be running the uh super late model oh, that's right for dave poppenhouse in the 4p um so that'll be interesting you know, I've been trying to talk my dad into letting me go to Vegas, and he hates it. Not that he doesn't let me go. I just don't like going without him. Mm-hmm. And he hates Vegas, and he's always telling me how much he hates Vegas. So now I find it kind of funny that he's going to go run this late model at Vegas. So hopefully he has a good enough experience, and maybe I could talk him into going with me at the sport mod deal maybe next year or somewhere down the line. But um, uh, for now... We're going to go uh, late model racing in Vegas, so it should be interesting. Yeah, uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, uh, we're hoping probably for a bigger capacity crowd than, than before. Yes, um, this will be post-COVID, so hopefully they'll be not necessarily post-COVID, but yeah. you know, a little bit lighter. We're a little bit further down the line, so hopefully we can get a really good crop of people. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be cool. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be pretty tight. Uh, like I said, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. A little nervous, or I'd say very nervous. But now you uh, went before, right? This will be well. Me going will this will be my third time. Yeah. So, so I've never been to Vegas. Period. Like at all. Like mm-hmm. even just to hang out. So. Oh yeah. This. Uh, if, well, I'm not. I'm not much of a party person. So neither like, am I. But I, I just went to the races yeah. and I went back to the hotel or whatnot yeah. and went to sleep. I mean, so. I, I don't know. See, the problem, the difference with you and I is, and I don't know that it's a a bad difference or not to be determined friend but see i have a girlfriend (laughs) and i I don't know that i'm not gonna be able to go to the strip especially because my mom will be coming as well oh no way and this is (laughs) november is the month of my parents anniversary oh shit so my dad conveniently told my mom we're gonna take you to vegas for your anniversary but i don't know maybe after this episode comes out i'm pretty sure she understands that by Vegas, it means going to the racetrack for her anniversary, but hey, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. So, um, love you, mom, and thanks for letting us go, and thanks for coming along. But I don't see how I'm not gonna end up going to some kind of casino or hanging around the strip. Yeah, mate. Well, so if the, you go, then with the women, involved, if you well, so. oh, you won't be there the whole week. I mean, but no, yeah, no. So. Unfortunately, I won't be able to go the whole week. So we're I'm probably gonna end up just flying in for like friday not friday and saturday maybe yeah um late models don't race till friday and saturday anyway mm-hmm. so i think you guys have a practice like on thursday yeah thursday so night or something so that'll be fine um but it it well, you no matter lose, what you won't I'm lose gonna, too much money yeah no matter what i'm gonna see all the main events and it'll be cool so uh, yeah good luck to all of our california friends who are going there i'm sure we're gonna do another episode Closer yeah, to, closer, closer to that. To Vegas. It's just a little get, little thing that we yeah. When on we a get little a little bit more, but this announcement was something that I I thought was special for Joe to talk about and to uh, to get out there. So, um, other than that, I think we're pretty much we have our trophy dash dream people. Yeah, we've pretty much covered everything. And I I was thinking about a new segment for this show, and I know how we've done these uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Mount Rushmores or top five lists or this and that. So I tried to make something a little bit more race-like and uh, racy, you know, race car related. And so I thought about this thing where we think about your trophy dash. So six cars, six laps, you know, whatever. But 
you are included, you as in the listener or ourselves, and we pick five other people that you would love to have a trophy dash or dash for cash, whatever you want to call it, trophy dash with who your five competitors are that you want to race with, past, present, future, alive, dead, whatever it is, and that's your group. So I think I'm going to keep that revolving with all of our guests, and I want to put that out to you guys, uh, the listeners. Message the On The Hammer podcast page. Yeah, with, we'll put a, we'll put a, a question out. Yeah, we'll put up a question. We could probably do it right now and get a jump on it. And maybe we'll read off a couple of them, whoever responds quickly. But uh, for the next episode, I want to read off a bunch of your guys' uh, uh, Trophy Dash lineups and stuff. See see who your dream racers so are. to be who's your... So put up... Um, you know, new question for the show, uh, or a new segment for the show. We're doing this live right now. It's yeah. going to be on this. So you're going to hear all this nonsense. <laughs> so put up a new segment for the program. Uh, your dream trophy dash, six cars, six laps. You're included. Name five dream drivers. Wait, I think you have to do that. Oh man. <laughs> so Joe talk while I do this. So yeah, this, this is going to be pretty good. I'm interested. Who, we're gonna get. I think well, a lot start of people coming up with who your your top five would be. Top five. So, so I'm included, right? You're included. You're one. So there's six total. So you're you're on Out the of, pole. Okay, five more. So you got to fill out five more. So I pick could some be easy anybody. drivers or no? It could be anybody. Any facet Ooh. of racing. Whoever makes you want to have them in there and give a little bit. Maybe why? Give me some time. All right. Let's see. So first, I'm gonna have to pick. Um. I'm going to have to pick my dad because my dad always raves about how he's like back when he raced go-karts that he was like, you know, like all oh, this and that. And I used to do this and that. So I think I can outdo my dad. So I would love to race him. Um, who else I want to throw in there? Um, let's see. Oh, now since I'm looking at the picture, since we're in Ryan Brown's garage, I'm seeing the number 10 guy Albert sport mod. I love to have like a race. <laughs> I would love to have a race against Guy, just so I can say like I beat him. I mean, I know he's he's pretty good wheel man, but I would love to race him. Um, let's see, three more. Um, I think it'd be a goofy matchup just to have Ryan Brown in there. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to fucking toy around with him. And then let's see some two some two some two gnarly dudes. Um. Shit, I'd have to say Brandon Overton. I'd want to throw him in there, just to say, like you know, just to race him. And for the for the heck of it, uh, let's say Cal Larson. I want to see how I fare, fare up. I don't know why against that guy, but those are my five right there. My pops, Guy Albert, Ryan Brown, Brandon Overton, and Cal Larson. I'm almost done with this post. We're going to, if people respond quickly, I'm going to read off some names. Oh, goodness. This is this is comedy. This is going to be good. This is interesting. All right. We still got some so battery got left, new, so we should be good. I said I got new segment for the show, Dream Driver Trophy Dash, six cars, six laps. You are included. Name five more drivers that would fill your field. And post and share that. And... I'm going to put asterisks here. Uh, this is great content, isn't it? <laughs> I know. This is such riveting stuff for the viewers at home. 
listening. Um, maybe some of these people listening will say, "Oh, I good thing I was paying attention or something, and I, I, my name's on there." I don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> but we'll we'll extend this competition or this activity for as long as we are. Yeah, we are recording as we speak. Man, I'm super parched. I need a water. So, comment. Sorry for the dead air really quick. We're trying to get this question out onto the Facebook page. Right now. So, we're doing some, like, time traveling, right? Yeah, this is almost time travel right now. And we'll... So, we're putting this out now, but they're not going to see it till... Well, they're not going to hear their not, names yeah. till it's edited, maybe like so Tuesday that's or like Wednesday. Back to the future, but we're going to read off the fa- first couple people who respond. If yeah. They maybe this is going to all flop, so we'll see. <laughs> we're doing some time jumping, some time warping. <laughs> all right. Ryan's really getting nitty-gritty into this. I'm going, man. <laughs> the fingers are flying. Yes. Sparks are flying. Okay, kind of roughly proofread. Continue. It's posted. Published. Everybody, start now. We'll see what they say. Oh, another shout out I want to give to is a uh, shout out to my cousin. You could have done that while all this Demasi Scoggins huh? takes home the track championship and the hobby socks at Merced. Nice. I totally, nice. I, I totally forgot to mention it. I saw that on my Facebook today. Congratulations, Demasi. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I, we, I went and practiced at Merced last Wednesday, and uh, he was there turning laps in oh, and Chase Oz. Chase Oz, yeah. Amon. He was ripping around pretty good. Good job. So um, that was fun. But, um, yeah, for me in this, uh, in this Dream Trophy Dash thing, so I would probably say, uh, for one, Johnny Silva is my – probably my all-time favorite race car driver um outside of my dad um so johnny will is probably my my number one pick probably starting second row or first front row outside to me um i love that guy i've got to watch him he was one of my heroes growing up he's one of the most talented race car drivers i've ever seen i ever knew um i would also put in I would probably put in uh, – I'd like to have Debbie Clymans in there because I think for her and her time, A, she was badass, um, hell of a driver, and for what she's done for women in the sport, I mean kind of a, a trailblazer for, for young girls. And not that we wouldn't have Holland Haley's and Bree Trellins and, and Jewel Crandall's and, and all these other badass women that we race with, but – I think Debbie was one of those ones that kind of paved the way along with, you know, Kimberly Myers and, and Lori Brown and some of them, but I'd love to have Debbie Clymans, uh, in my dream trophy dash. Um, that was two. So we'll go three. My third is, uh, the crazy eight, John Lowry from Bakersfield, somebody who is also very important in my life. Um, at a young age, I got to know him cause he was racing with my dad weekly one of the nicest human beings i've ever met in my life one of the you know and i I met him when i was really young and so i got to know him very early and and it was unique because as a kid growing up around racing when your dad's a racer you do a lot of 
of being seen and not being heard and you get you know you sit and you listen and you hear them talk and you hear them you just gotta watch as a kid yeah you you know you're just you're just sean's kid you're not necessarily somebody that they want to talk to but you know john was different uh john lowry was one of those people who would actually want to talk to me and hear what i had to say and he got a kick out of things that i would say whether i was busting my dad's balls about stuff or busting his balls about spinning out or doing anything crazy on the mm-hmm. racetrack. So, you know, it always, it always stuck with me as someone who made me feel special, feel like I belonged in racing. So John Lowry, he's, he's somebody who's definitely on my list. That's three. I need two more. Um, probably of course I'm going to put my dad, you know, I'm going to put my dad, uh, just because of obvious reasons. That's my dad. He's my, He's ultimately my my big hero. You know, I've been fortunate to get to watch him I mean, race. You never raced your dad before, huh? Never raced never, my dad yeah. yet, ever, in anything. So, you know, until that time, he's going to be in my dream trophy dash. So um, I think that nothing else needs to be said about that. That's pop. So, and then last, uh, right, that's four. This is five. So last, this one might be kind of controversial, too. I might get a little bit of flack over this or not. A lot of people will get it, but I'm going to put prime John Soares. Yeah. Ooh. This is another, this is another guy who um, he's been in my life for so long and he's been a big supporter of my racing and my, my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been like a grandfather that I never asked for. Um, but you know, I love the man and, and, it's so hard to deny a lot of the stuff that he's done over the years, over his long, long racing career and life and what he's done as a promoter and what he's done as a driver. And sometimes it could be, you know, it's hard to believe some of the experiences and things he's done. I mean, this dude's won NASCAR grand national races, which is basically the cup series. Mm -hmm. Um, He's won countless track championships, countless main event wins. He's done, done and seen everything you can do in racing and and been all across the world and all across the country and i say world because i i truly believe if it wasn't for john sorry's and his uh fascination and love for australia i don't know that the bridge in dirt late model racing would have gotten to australia as early as it did without you know guys like john sorry's where he was building super sedans and taking teams of four or five guys you know halfway or all the way around the world to go and race down under and, and bring our culture and our style of racing to those guys and, and influence them to come here to California or to the United States. And, you know, I think he's somebody who's very influential in that, in that process and that bridge, you know, he gave my dad an opportunity to, to go down there and race, bring his car, which was supposed to be driven by Steve Francis, but Steve had to pull out. So my dad got to race the whole thing. And, and won a lot of races in Australia and, and we created friends and, and memories that last on forever. So, mm-hmm. uh, John Sorry is just for obvious reasons for me, he's like family. I love him. And for everything that he's done for me and my racing, I definitely put him in my, uh, in my dream, dream, uh, trophy dash. So hopefully I don't hit, fall right to the back so fast in that deal. So <laughs> there's a lot of hitters in there. Do we got any bites yet, or are we gonna have to? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still. I'm, that's what I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to message, but not, not yet. Well, after all that, we'll probably end up announcing who says what at the next uh, 
episode. Maybe we could stall a little bit and see if anybody else wants to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anything else that we got going on? No, not not really anything else. I think we're doing pretty good on time. We've got. I set a timer because I said we were gonna try to keep all this stuff. Uh, we still got some battery left for like twenty six percent. Yeah, I said we we're gonna set a timer because I wanted to try to rein in these episode times because sometimes I feel like we get a little too long winded. So yeah. we're not Joe Rogan, <laughs> but uh, I guess we could fill it with a little bit since COVID's kind of going away. I got to go to a concert first time i've been at the shoreline in a year or so when when saw st- uh corn and stained you know because i'm a i'm a metal head at heart you know i love my rock <laughs> music and stuff like that uh the opening band fire the from the gods is badass too um dude i think he's from somewhere in africa his no lead, shit his really lead singer he's a badass dude man <laughs> i love that band but um i'm a major stained guy that's like Aaron. Is it stained or stained? stained like with stained, like stained, stained the shirt? Like stained, but without the E. It's just uh, S-T. S-T-A-N. Stained. Yeah, A-I-N-D. Stained. Stained. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Lewis, he dude's a freaking master of, of his craft. But I love love all that. The main thing, I'm not a big corn fan. You, you've heard of corn with the K. It's like oh, this yeah, yeah. crazy, long-haired, weird people. Like a Rob Zombie type guy? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And one thing I always find when I see these like metal concerts is I see the people who are there. And I often ask myself, where do these individuals exist in the wild? No why, way. Why do I never see these people <laughs> in day-to-day life, but they're everywhere? I mean, I'm talking like... White dudes with the longest dreads, nasty ass, baggy pants wearing black on black on black, face paint like looking weird. Really? I, it's just some of the craziest characters I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And I find myself saying every time, like, where do you work? Like, what is your job? Do you, <laughs> do you go anywhere? Why have I never seen you before? Maybe you're, they're just disguised for that like night or something. It's it's insane. I, I it's very interesting. I spend most of the time people watching. Really, <laughs> I, like we set up there in the lawn, and it was just me and Chana, and I was watching, and I'm like pointing all these crazy people out. And Did any they, of them ever like bug you or bother you? Or, or? Uh, what, what's funny is Chana attracts all these weirdos. That's just her <laughs> thing. Maybe I'm one of them. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm actually one of the weirdos. And they talk to her and stuff. Dude, so I went to the bathroom. We were we got there early. We are sitting in the back of her car or whatever. She was having a couple white claws and whatnot. So I walked away and I came back and this oddball character, because Chana drives a Honda Type R. It's kind of a Honda Civic Type R, it's kind of like a little racy thing. Not yeah. really my cup of tea, but she loves him. And so this dude walks up. He's like, oh, this is your car, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. This weirdo. <laughs> I walk up, and I didn't even know. I didn't, like, get all bowed up or nothing. I was like, what in the world? What are the odds? He walks away. We're laughing. Like, of course, this goofball with fucking face paint and all the whole, the whole nine is the one that comes to talk to her. So it was... They're out there, man. They're out there. It was an experience. <laughs> it's Holy definitely an experience. Anybody who's never seen corn live, I suggest you go and see it, experience it. They may, they play good music. They're great live. 
but take a look at the audience. I can imagine it's very similar to if you went to like a Slipknot concert or something. Mm-hmm. Some of those goofballs would be out there. That's some really weird shit. But uh, yeah, so it was exciting. I was glad to be back out at concerts and stuff. It was fun. So those two nights, uh, that was unfortunately Saturday night. So I didn't really get to watch the main event at Super Nationals mm-hmm. live because, guys, I had to make do it was what the missus wanted so i had to go but uh i missed two nights of racing at super nationals because i went and practiced in merced on wednesday and saturday i missed out but i got my information and i saw some crazy people so <laughs> that was interesting hit the daily double on that one i guess huh? yeah it was it was uh an experience so any responses nothing let's see before we try to before we close out the show before let's we see. close out i'm trying to i want to get somebody in there if nobody's really, nobody cannot be on Facebook right now. Yeah, it's a Sunday at two o'clock, two thirty. Y'all ain't doing nothing, dude. Nobody's really biting. Man, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. Well, you know, you catch some, you don't catch some. It is what it is. So, I guess that'll be the end of the day, huh? Yeah, we're back Sunday, September nineteenth. Um, whatever time you listen to the show, it can yeah. be morning, afternoon, night. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you all, and we love the support, and we're gonna we're gonna keep this ball rolling. We're not done yet, so yeah, we'll uh we'll keep it going, and, and we'll hope to see every one of you guys at the Pettit. Come say hi, come shout us out, come say what's up. We'll take some pictures with you, post you up on our Instagram page and on our Facebook page. We want to meet all the fans. We want to meet everybody who loves this show because. Y'all are the reason we do this, and if if we can keep getting people listening, we'll keep doing it. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard, but it's also nice to know that people are listening and and you guys care. and yeah. you guys want this show. So, um, we're gonna do what we can for you. So, thank you all for tuning in, and and we'll see you next time. Yep. Peace Adios. out, y'all. Later. <laughs>